first birthday was just lame because I beat all of you to 21, so no one could do anything. Um, that was like 22 one. was lit as fuck. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> um, that was but I remember. No, there is definitely a. I think it was 23. I forgot that birthday. Which one Pretty did sure. we? Was 20? No, it wasn't 21. What birthday did we go to the casino? Was that 19? I want to say that was 19 or 20. I don't think it was a year where I was a club. Well, I think it was like, well, I was with Genevieve at the time. So that would have been 20. 20, yeah. I just remember it's it whatever year. 21, we went up, maybe. We went, we went up to Barona and we just sat down to play blackjack. It was like the first time trying to get you to play blackjack. I, I think I was like, I was like, that was probably 20. I, I want to say you're right because I don't think it was a year anyone could go to. Because 21 was hilarious because being one of the last people to turn 21, um, and I and I really didn't give a fuck. It was just whatever it was. <laughs> we, we are recording, so I'm not going to mention names. But it was like a hilarious. Oh, we are recording. Oh we shit, are recording. <laughs> As of like 15 seconds ago. Don't worry. Um, oh, good. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, it was funny though to see the other people that were turned 21 later. Um, and the reaction, and of course it was super funny from our one friend turning 20 at first, cause homie doesn't drink or do anything bad. So he turned 21 and he's like, I'm going to go play video games around people drinking, which is not any different than if I was under 21, because we've already been doing this, but I'm gonna go do it in public. And the <laughs> butt hurtness of the people at, like I said, I had to give up cause I knew once they're 21, I was like, fuck this. Once they're 21, I'm going downtown. Fuck y'all. Oh um, yeah, man. What the fuck? And so it's like, to me, it was like, bro, my birthday's always been later. Like this shit ain't that big of a deal. Like y'all niggas dying before me anyway. Fuck it. So, but it was just, it was hilarious to watch just the butthurt of everyone that turned 21 later. Like, oh my gosh, they did plans without us. It's like, fuck yeah. You 20, <laughs> they 21. What you want them to do? <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, well, my, my 21st birthday was literally, I, <laughs> I had class at, uh, I don't know. I was at school at like eight or nine and I did that until two. And then I went to work from three to 11 and then I came home and my parents were still up and they were like, they were like, would you like some cake? And I was like, I'd love some cake. And I had some chocolate cake with some, uh, mint chip ice cream and i got to open my presents there you go yeah oh yeah uh and and to answer your question yes i did go home early i went home at 10 30 which uh, meant I got, home, I got home at 11 there we go <laughs> there we go were you still that was still um your current employer correct uh yes Okay. I don't remember if we mentioned them before. I'm trying to be better about as I practice and get ready for live streaming, which is coming sooner than it's up. I'm practicing yeah. what I should say in real time and what I shouldn't. Cause let me tell y'all to listen. Well, anyone that goes back to the archives will a hundred percent know who I work for That's and probably uh, true. my true feelings about it. That's probably you could true. probably piece it together. That'd be a, that'd be an interesting journey. Um, no, I'm just, I try to think of, um, yeah, man, if someone could, if Microsoft like really recorded all of my Xbox live party chats and could like bring that shit up, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd be so canceled. It's not, well, you're funny. not running for president anytime. You just want to let, no, I have a chance then. 
But like, niggas would have. <laughs> hey, fam, look, hold hey, up. Hey, to each their own, my guy. Uh, Bro. Yes, correct. You're, you're right. What? I'm the. Forgive me for being a bitch. It's, <laughs> hey, man, he told y'all. He told y'all. Um, nah, fuck that. Go vote, go, vote, go, vote, go vote for fate or just like drink tequila like I'm going to do. Go vote. Just go vote. Uh, and this ain't a political podcast, um, but I'm going to just get this one we could off. We could start one. No, no, we I don't. I mean, we've kind no. of missed the we missed no. the mark. We could have started one four years ago and been fine. No, because then all you'll be covering is how angry and how degenerate can old white people get. And it just gets worse. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I have never felt, and I know this is not the podcast for it. I have never felt a bigger divide between the American government and the American people. Ever. I'm glad you phrased it that way because I don't think the divide between left and right is as bad. I think it's literally the divide between top and bottom and the top. Yeah. Be, top not being a wealth standard, but the top being the actual government itself. Like, I have my issues with the current administration just yes. as much as the rest of the world does, apparently. Yeah. Um, I also have my issues with the Democrats, too, because they're all I, – I don't like Pelosi – not as much as I hate Mitch McConnell, but I do not like Pelosi. Mitch McConnell going to die soon anyway. Homie came, homie came through. Oh, he's not dying soon enough, my guy. I will, <laughs> homie came I, through with the bruised knuckles and was like, nah, I, dog, I'm fine. I was telling Alex this. I, I, I don't mind Donald Trump as much as I hate Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell makes the Republican Party look bad, period. He gives Republicans a bad name. He gives conservatism a bad name. And did, did you ever meet, did you ever know someone in high school that just gave you a bad vibe? A lot of people, actually. Like a lot of people, right? That. Yeah. Like sometimes you just like meet Maybe someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like. You meet someone and you're like, you know what? I have absolutely zero interest in this person. And if they dropped off the face of the planet tomorrow, I would not care nor shed a tear. Um, that's a lot of people with me, though. I understand your I, point, but that's a I, lot of people with me. I, just, I don't. I, this guy I, is just not a good person. That's fair. No, like, that's fair. He, he's not a good person. <laughs> like, it's. I, I, I genuinely like would probably throw a party if he died. Damn. <laughs> like, and that's, and you that's genuinely, ge I, and I'm a Christian dude. Like <laughs> I'm not more, supposed please. to think that way. And some motherfucker pushed me to that point. <laughs> I'm, I, I, bro, I feel you. I feel you. Um, not really quick, and I do want to get off the top of politics. I know um, we shouldn't talk politics. Like I just, but I do, I do want to state, and like I'm all for like the people that are like, yeah, go vote, go vote, go vote, and and you should. But please go vote knowing what you actually like about the person you're voting for. Don't just vote about what you know you dislike from the other person, because. I don't know. That's how we ended up here four years ago anyway. So uh, we ended up here four years ago because 
Uh, niggas didn't like Hillary and niggas didn't like Trump and all the people went to vote for was yo I don't like this bitch orange nigga I don't like this nigga shady bitch well, like I, I, I'll be straight up I voted fate last time because I was like I hate them both this time though I had a guy who didn't do his job it's like, he only did two-thirds of the job kind of okay but he did the bit he messed up socially and that's a big third my guy so you're out and if Biden can't do it in four years, I'll vote him out too. That's my power. That's uh, me as an American. No, it's, well, I mean, we live in California. That's kind of our power. I feel you. but like it, I it, go to the polls so I can bitch. The they, people they that go. don't go to the polls and bitch don't get to bitch. Sorry. You, didn't, I agree. you don't have I a agree. voice. You, I agree. You rescinded your opinion. And so I don't care if you're mad that your rights on abortion are gone because you didn't voice your opinion. Yeah, no, and what sucks too, even about, and, and generally, generally need to get off this. Um, we do. Sucks <laughs> you can because, just this. <laughs> because um, it sucks because similar to, I, and I get your point about like didn't do the job, but that applies partially to both of them. Which is the one thing I hated about the third debate is I'm like, no, I hated the VP debate and I hated the last presidential debate because genuinely and like, you know, when you get a layup in life, like it's like, if your friends tell you like, yo, a girl likes you and yeah. it is then your responsibility. I, I just have to not fuck this up. <laughs> right. They're like, all right, Shreddy likes me. I'm in, just don't fuck up. And then you walk over there and you just immediately shit your pants. Like real, like real time shit your pants. Well, I, mean, I mean, it is Biden. He's like 95 it's, years old. He probably shit his pants. It's, like, it's so yeah. So you, you have that moment and you're like, all right, just don't fuck it up. Just don't fuck it up. And the last two debate, the VP debate and the presidential debate, like Biden and Harris's notes, someone prepped them. They're like, all right, you got this. You're going to go out there and you're going to say racist. And then when racist doesn't work, you're going to say fail. And then it's all like, and I, and I don't but, care for Pence worth the damn. And Pence like asked her, she, he was like, and, and, and Donald Trump did the same thing to, uh, to Biden during theirs. It was like, all right, you guys didn't like that we did this or didn't like that we did that. Okay, cool. But weren't you in office? And like Harris just acted like homie was never like a part of it. She was like, Prince like, yeah, this happened to the Obama administration. And she was like, but Biden. It's like, bitch, she was there. <laughs> what do you mean, but Biden? He was there. <laughs> if Obama died, <laughs> your man would have been like, and it, it just it sucks on all accounts. But like I said, if you're gonna go vote, I'm all for go vote, but vote on what know what you like about someone. Don't just vote on what you dislike about someone. And with that being said, let's get into one piece because I'm voting for Kaido. <laughs> Did you write that in? You're a good man. <laughs> You're you're a good soul. Hey, bro, who gonna tell him though? <laughs> Who's I, gonna tell him though? Uh, I I watched him fuck someone up. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, eight dead samurai. <laughs> oh, we're about to have a lot more than eight. So so I I want to just get to here really quick because, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna go out of order like I normally do. It's not a surprise, but I'm clarifying that I'm going out of order for anyone listening and thinks there's still like general continuity to this. Well, I can't read, so you're fine. All right, I'm going straight to the end of the chapter. And this is a really good chapter. So I don't want to just, I'm not going to skip over all of it. And there's no break. I know. We got two in a row. I ain't going to three. <laughs> Wait, did I say last week we'd get two in a row and then you'd go on break? <laughs> yeah. Oh. But there's a chance <laughs> okay. for three, though. There's a chance, chance for three. 
Is it we're going for three? <laughs> Are we going for three here? Um, man, I love Kaido. I think the more and more, um, and this is becoming very like simplistic beauty um, to, to for me is Kaido might be, and this is why I think King has a much bigger role in the story. I think this is why Doflamingo's role in the world is actually so much more prominent than even to the point it's been, and he's already got a crazy role. This is why I think the underground market um, or the underground world is going to be so important, which is why, yeah, homie, just off the underground world, like we can't be like one arc away from one piecing over. We're 100% anyway, one arc away. Anyway, um, <laughs> but it's so pivotal with a character like Kaido because Kaido can't be controlled per se because he is too strong. Like there's just, yeah. if, if Kaido wanted you dead, you really don't get to argue the point. You just, if homie swings, good luck, brace for impact, you're dead. Well, it um, looks like he actually would give, if you, if you emulate a, 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 a good rival, he'll give you an opportunity. And even then it's not good enough. But uh, before, before we get to that, because that that's a really cool thing. But um, the, the simplistic beauty argument is, but Kaido, because I think he is so simple-minded that the only thing he genuinely wants, like this is actually bad Luffy. All he wants is to fight. But yeah. he wants someone who is actually a good fight. This goes back to introduction of Kaido. The very first things we hear is him talk about, yo, Roger, why you die? Yo, Whitebeard, why you die? The rest of these niggas is ass. Like, why the fuck did y'all die? And <laughs> I'ma just jump. Fucking died. <laughs> and that has set the premise. Now, while Kaido has been involved, I think um, I'm gonna steal a term for you, is Luffy's a very stagnant character in a very static world. Like Luffy is very linear in terms of what he does, but the world around him moves around so crazy. And because he interacts with it, he has no choice but to do stuff. But Luffy himself might not be the most interesting character. Yeah. Kaido is essentially, because of what he's involved with, because people want to get next to him because he is so strong and damn near has no ulterior motive outside of, I want to fight someone and I want someone that's strong. That's why he's in play with the underground. That's why he's in play with someone like Doflamingo. Yeah. Um, I always, my favorite simple, um, and, I, and I brought this up before, but it, it works now because it actually attaches to Kaido. My favorite super simple character ever is Tagoro. Tagoro didn't want to do shit, but fight someone that was strong and homie was like, I will go get involved with whatever shady shit y'all got going on here. Like, pay niggas to fight me, <laughs> demon, like, whatever the fuck, I'll do it. I just want to fight somebody. And yeah. to girl's power was, I get buff. And then I get more buff. And then I get more buff. And it's like, all right, cool. But homie had no real ulterior motives. He was not, like, he was a bad guy, but not, like, a sinister or a sadistic bad guy. Um and really didn't even actually kill nobody because Genkai fucking came back. So, you know, there goes that. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and, but it's just, it is really cool to see that kind of character um, in Oda's world. That there is another guy like Luffy who's at this stage of the game and is really just, it's the acronym is KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. All Kaido wants to do is fight someone strong. And he's willing to do whatever it takes, he thinks, to fight someone strong. But I don't think Kaido's got some grandmaster plan. 
out of all the emperors, I am the least scared about Kaido's Endgame versus everybody else's. Because Kaido's Endgame only is one thing. I need whoever is the biggest, baddest, strongest SOB on this planet to come and fight me. And ain't nobody stepping up. <laughs> we talked about, like, uh, we talked about this kind of, uh, it would have been whenever this arc started, a couple years ago or whatever. Uh, we're on there. And, yeah. we, and we were like, what what does it mean to be the pirate? Like, the idea of Pirate King is different for everybody, mm-hmm. for all the emperors. Like, you know, Luffy's is very much like... Freedom. Be the str- freedom, yeah. He doesn't need to be the strongest guy on the sea, but it helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, his goal isn't to be the strongest on the sea. His goal is to be the king of the pirates. Like, Big Mom's was, oh, I can become king of the pirates by, like, forming an alliance with every single race in the world and create that. Like that's, that is my vision of King of the Pirates. Kaido's is I'm a fucking and be the strongest. And I'm going to that I'm going to take over the world with like brute strength and brute muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, you, you, to, to your point, Kaido is his his whole. He has no goal really. I, his his ideology to be king is to just be relentlessly strong. Yeah, and it's it's why I think King's role is going to be so interesting because so the dynamics of all of the Emperor's crews. Um, essentially everybody idolizes with their captain. Now, whether it's a force situation like Big Mom or a, I'm going to say Blackbeard's crew is kind of like a greedy ambition. I don't necessarily think they're like diehard for Blackbeard, but they know where Blackbeard can take them. And it's like, cool, I'm going to follow homie as far as he can take me because he can get me to this end of the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, Luffy's crew is, we all have our own goal, but we fuck, we love and fuck with Luffy so much. We're going to make sure his goal comes true first and in the process, get our shit done. Uh, Shanks, we don't know enough about yet because why have 900 plus chapters and know anything about the motherfuckers in chapter one? You think um, Shanks is a bad guy? No, not even. I, I've of. seen that theory tossed around. Like, what if Shanks I, is the final villain? I would suck. I'll be honest with you. That would suck. I don't need Shanks to be a villain. I think Shanks is, I think Shanks is nothing more than a gatekeeper um yeah it's like roger died and shanks firm, firmly belief is firmly loyal to what roger represented that if the next person wants to be king of the pirates you have to meet shanks standard or you can't be it and that's all i think shanks role in the story is supposed yeah. to be well i figured he's just standing in front of the throne yeah i don't know yeah like similar to like, that like what? Well, like Whitebeard. Like what he was doing. He's just standing in the front of the throne waiting. See, because uh, I don't think the emperors can fuck with him. I think Blackbeard's going to fuck him up. But and Blackbeard, I, I think, does it in a sneaky way. By the way, I don't think Blackbeard. And we've we've said Blackbeard kills Shanks. By no means, though, do I think Blackbeard is stronger than Shanks. I just think he will do something sneaky in a fight with Shanks. And Shanks yeah. also only has one arm. That helps. um i know uh he beat the shit out of kid took kid's arm that'd be yeah that would that would um 
I was to say. I also believe. Um, I think Whitebeard and Shanksville is a little different. I think maybe not amongst the emperors, uh, but I do think, and I think we'll get some clarification on it as we get that little bit of Roger backstory that we're missing. I think there was a period of time right after Roger's death, Whitebeard was acknowledged as king of the pirates. I think Whitebeard dismissed the title because that was never his goal. He just wanted to have a family. He didn't give a fuck about being king. But I think there is a time period in the One Piece lore where Whitebeard was considered king of the pirates. Whereas I don't think Shanks has ever had that. But if you're in the new world and you know about him and you want to get there, you know homie's on the way. Whether he wants that title or not, like you got to fight him and you got to fuck with him or he's not going to let you have it. Yeah. I think Mihawk is also that to a lesser degree, which... I, yeah, I I don't mean to cut you off. Keep going, good. sorry. All right. um, I, think Mi, I think Mihawk and Shanks, are, they're pretty friendly at this point, and I think there's a lot of guys, Mihawk just goes, this would be literally a waste of time if this guy got any farther, so fuck it. I'm going to just end their journey now. Like, <laughs> they are both... Like, we shit on the Warlords all the time, but, like, Mihawk is a legitimate gatekeeper amongst the Warlords... Because yeah. if you're not stronger than him, you got no business being in the new world. Because and there's probably people in the new world that are stronger than him. Because homie can fight. Don't get it twisted. Homie can fucking fight. You were gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, like Mihawk is very much the the guy that stands in front of the new uh the grand line and like weeds out just weak. Just the weak. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, who's his name? The the guy with the fifty ship armada. He did oh, you so. Want well. go, you want me to go back to like episode or chapter fucking twenty? I do. Um, I it was numb nuts. Oh, and it started fuck. with an. It was like an. It started with an A. Not Armstrong. No arms. Uh, Maybe it started with an M. Hmm. I just remember it was the, the power scale in One Piece was so bad back then. Not wasn't the, the power scale wasn't bad, but Luffy was so weak at that point. Homie pulled out a metal spike, like metal sheeted fucking um, or a metal spiked rug, and Luffy couldn't punch through it. And I was like, yeah. "Damn, dog! Like the progress is real." Because Luffy was not ready for shit when he started. Don Krieg. That totally starts with an A and M. Absolutely, not. I know it does. This podcast. Hey, welcome to the A and M podcast. Hey, there we go. There's the recovery. Oh, uh, oh, <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? Um, fuck. Yeah. So, um, but that's what I think makes also. Um, speak keeping on the gatekeeper theme is that's what makes Kaido unique is Kaido kind of is <laughs> if let's say uh, uh, Shanks is a gatekeeper for the new world let's say Mihawk's a gatekeeper for the Grand Line Kaido was kind of like the thing everyone has to deal with if you want to be king uh, yeah. even more so than Shanks because there is no one that's like oh yeah we could take him oh by the way his his not just him but his crew's a bunch of fucking monsters. 
this nigga's a dragon. This nigga's a, tra- a fucking pterodactyl. This nigga's a, um, a brawn. It's like, I also want, and my habitual bitching about size, I would love to see Kaido's crew drawn out in their forms because I need to see if these are actually the real life sizes of dinosaurs. No, I just, no, I just want to know. I just want to know. I just need to know. I'm just, I'm just, Oda, I'm just asking. I am a peasant. I am nothing. I'm just making a simple request. <laughs> if I could get Oda. some context, is these dinosaurs bigger than giants? That's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. Yeah, no, man. Um, uh, what you will get is that, yes, uh, they are tall. Um, and sometimes King is the tallest, but other times uh, Odin is pretty tall too. Sometimes Kaido's eye to eye with Big Mom. Sometimes Kaido's sometimes like an inch taller Kaido's, than Luffy. Sometimes, yeah, I was going to say, sometimes Kaido's eye to eye with Luffy, you know? It's, like, it's very much, uh, it's very important. Sometimes she's standing drastically over kid and everyone, and you think, holy shit, homie's a giant. And then sometimes Sanji is the same size as Big Mom. Did you know Kaido was actually Napoleon in another lifetime? <laughs> Oda's never died. I don't give a fuck. Like, homie can say, nah, like, he did not, he could not have had a fletched out idea for Kaido at that point in time. No. I, I just, so. I just, I just. If I the only thing we got was like the left eye, that's it. Like, yeah, there is no. Yeah, it was, that was the biggest lead, mislead ever. Um, no, okay, so seeing with Kaido and um, what makes the fight so interesting is, and it's not really a fight because we haven't actually seen Kaido fight. Because for you to fight, you have to exert effort. And I don't think Kaido's exerted a lot of effort. Kaido literally... Oh, especially took, in this one. Yeah. Kaido has taken essentially a chapter's worth of swings now. We probably got like six or seven pages from last chapter. We got uh, seven or eight pages of this chapter of, I mean, dudes just fucking swinging on them. Two-sword style. We doing this. Fight. Like, I mean, homie, you just think, oh, shit. Like, and he's taking... He is getting drawn in a way where you think, oh, fuck, like, they actually found something that's hurting him. And the whole time, two pages to go, homie gets up and he's like, fuck, man. Really thought you guys were like Odin. You guys you guys held the swords like him. You guys kind of look like him. Not racist at all. You guys kind of – you're his <laughs> students. Like, I, I just – I thought you guys were it, man. And then Kaido just gets dis- so disappointed. You know that feeling when, um, like, your parents be mad at you, but disappointment just hurts differently? Well, Kaido showed homie that disappointment hurts differently. He proceeded well, to open his mouth, and I was expecting fire. And then homie just lost an arm and possibly more. And I'm like, oh. Oh, it looks like <laughs> Kiku got, like, cut in, and cut in half. Like, no, well, I was, I was just like, I completely spaced. So we were talking last week and we were like, well, there's definitely a power up coming, right? Like, nah, we've, 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 we've read enough Shonen to know 
when a power-up's about to creep. Um, I forgot Kaido's major character trait is he wants to die. <laughs> yeah. So the idea that he would just kind of like take the hits yeah. is very much within character, <laughs> even though it's like, oh my God, he's just... Because I was thinking in like two chapters we'd get dragon human Kaido, right? Ultimate form Kaido. No. No. No, no he's, not just gonna, he's just going to cut these guys up a bit, and uh, that's that. Now, we do have, um, and this is, this is very big, is, or it's, it's going to be big going forward in terms of Kaido's eventual downfall, um, that we have a firmly established Odin Scar that is, like, deep but not – penetrable if you ain't worth shit which the samurai apparently aren't worth shit which is nuts because i'm not shitting on kinemon or any of the other samurai like i don't doubt these guys could hold their own against literally the other 99.9 percent of the world they're just fighting these 0.01 percent class um it's like when you're rich and you just buy a bugatti and you're like yo I, I got it i got it and then your homie pulls up with like his third private jet he bought this week and you like oh damn dog i don't got it like, I had one nice thing. This nigga's got every nice thing. Yeah, but then um, you go, oh, this this guy has to buy jet fuel. That's fine. Nigga, jet fuel is gas money to him. And he don't know how that's to count fine. his gas money. Like, that's fine, bro. That's and a Bugatti gets, good. like, five miles to the gallon. What the fuck? You basically got to buy jet fuel for that Yo, bitch. If I, if I, I, I'm just saying, Bugattis are also not street legal. <laughs> are they not, for real? I don't think they are. Damn. I think they are. Wait, hold on. No, they are. Hey, just... Echo. Is a Bugatti a street legal car? Here's something I found on the web. According to thievings.com, the Bugatti Chiron is one of the fastest street legal cars money can buy with oh. a top speed of 261 miles per hour. <laughs> wow. Now here's the next question, Justin. What's an officer really going to do if I'm for speed up in a Bugatti? Well, he, waits for you to, he waits for you to run out of gas, my friend. That's what I'm like. That's, that's what the 5.0 does. What is this nigga, I was like, what is this nigga really going to do if I pull off a 200? Like, oh, shit. Dog, my truck goes 110 at max on these things blows at 90. Like... Your truck still does 110? That's good. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's it's, uh, my odometer. My odometer goes to 120. Um, oh. I have gone to 90 once and felt like my shit was ready to take off. <laughs> like, I, I was about to fly. I definitely play around with the turbo in my car. It's oh, a, fuck. Oh, she's fun. I believe it. Sometimes oh. it's fun, dude. Like, if you're going down the Silver Strand... You got a straight road and you can see all the nooks and crannies that a cop could be in. And you can see about a mile down that there is no cop. Well, I'm doing a hundred. Like, yeah, that was me during quarantine like too. This is me during quarantine. I'm like, no one's out. Well, not that I know, but some officers had to do not arrest under in the beginning of quarantine, but that's neither here nor there. I also uh, heard about that. This, <laughs> I guess was like, Oh, he got COVID. We ain't touching him. Hell yeah. Let this let this thing go 99. I was. Um, <laughs> um so we have Kaido. We have man. Man. 
Um, where where does the next chapter go with this Kaido fight? Do you think it gets wrapped up next week or in three days or whenever? I absolutely do. And because I don't think now because there's no other character you could actually say right now that we need the build up for at this moment. Um, the only one I can even argue for maybe is Yamato, which is why he's going to be involved in next week. But I don't think um, his full story is yet. Um, Luffy should be there next chapter. And I think it makes sense to have Luffy pull up on almost dead Kinamon and everybody, all the samurai that Luffy has not already had a relationship with can just be dead. Like, okay. Kinamon's got to stay. Um, our other homies got to stay. And I, I, I butcher all the samurai names. That's why I'm, I'm just calling homies right now. But we have three, we have three samurais that we have homies. Kinamon and the other two that are actually like Luffy been with them for some time now. Um, he knows them. The other five, it's like, yeah, Luffy knows them, but it's like, if if homie's dead, if Kiku's dead, like, is anyone is any One Piece fan really going, no, not Kiku? How will I ever keep reading? No, no, I did have an oh shit moment where I went. Uh, Watch him not even be dead though. That's the fucked up part. Oda gonna bring this nigga back like guy, arms all fucked up and in a wheelchair. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know if Luffy's gonna make it next chapter. He's in the basement still. I abs I believe between, he has to he, he has to oh wait say sorry between the combination of him yamato and sanji being all there i absolutely think luffy is going to get like pole vaulted to the top i don't think oda's going to do what he did address rosa which is oh luffy's making his way to the top and then 10 chapters later he gets there i don't think we need that again um i think that would be where in Dress Rosa, you could argue because he gave us such a vast cast of characters and they were all new to Dress Rosa. He got to yeah. play around with them. For this arc, Kaido's not new. Big Mom's not new. Their crews are not... They're not all the way new. You could, you, you could argue, I guess, for like King, but I don't think King's going to be playing a huge factor quite yet, even though he was in this chapter, um, which we'll get to in a second. Like, there's just not enough new characters that you're like, oh, we got to spin this guy off. We got to start explaining this person. You can have a pretty linear straight shot to Luffy just getting to Kaido. Now, I'm I don't not think saying... he'll do it. I don't. I, gotta, I, and... I, I, I feel like. I feel like he's maybe, maybe in five chapters. That's a long time. Well, what would we do for the next five chapters? focus on Kaido fucking everyone's day. Kaido's not going to take... Uh, bro, it... So, so, serious question. Do you think it would take Kaido five chapters to kill every single one of them niggas? <laughs> like... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we need a backstory arc real quick. <laughs> what backstory arc? Hey, yo, you want to see the first time Kaido fucked the dude well, up? Well, it's not really... It's not... It's just their, their lives flashing before their eyes. And so, like... Okay, so in that case, we get eight chapters and Luffy shows up because every single one of them gets 17 pages would cry. to, see, I to would see their life. I would literally, I would and literally, I would literally come in here and if that was like the trajectory of what he was doing, I would literally come in here and say, yo, dog, I ain't want to read the One Piece chapter and I didn't read it because I have nothing to care about. Because some of these characters, like, 
no no offense to him, and you know, Oda's gonna pull some of that, and Oda could do some more with them. That's fine. That's all good and well, but. I am not going to be emotionally invested in five samurai who I'm still so fucking new to. Arguably the one. I'm not going to be invested in the samurai that I can't say their name. <laughs> like I'm not even that invested in um, fucking. Uh, fuck. What's his name? Aroshi. Uh, uh, we had for a longer period of time. Homan got his head chopped off and I was all right on to the next one. Like that was I was like, Orochi's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he might be, but like, there's not even like that pause of like Riku dying. It's like, um, it's like, oh fuck, like it's just the shocker of oh he might have actually killed someone, but it wasn't yeah. like oh no it's him. Oh fuck, guys, what do we do? The only backstory that I think Oda shoves in right now, if he even does it, and I think this would be a little risky depending on what he's gonna do with um Roger's backstory, is if Kaido knocks them all out because I think that takes approximately two pages, um, yeah. is if we get a flashback of Kaido fighting the other fight. Because I don't think it makes sense uh, time-wise for Kaido, for the only person ever hurt Kaido, be Odin. So I think if you got a Kaido, and this is where it get really tough for me if you did this right now, because you could argue Kaido's first legitimate fight. Like if Kaido's been a monster his whole life, his first fight that someone beat the shit out of him would be Zebek. Zebek beat the shit out of him, got him to join his crew. Cool, that's your first one. I would then argue, I don't think he fought Garp. I do believe he fought Whitebeard. Um, that Obviously, that being um, him, t- him talking about Whitebeard early on. And I do believe he fought Roger in that same, in that same sense. So you can maybe see a flashback to younger Kaido fighting those three and then just going... And then Odin and being like, ah, fuck, that's what it was like to fight. But because we kind of got that same thing with, um, and I know I bring Naruto up too much too. We got that same thing with Madara. Madara basically monologued all of his fights in the beginning. He was like, yeah, damn, man. Like what Hashirama used to do that shit. Ah, that was great. And then he fucking stabs him with a tree. And it was like, all right, yeah, homie's on a different level. Um, Yes, he was. uh, So it's like, I could see Oda doing something like that, and maybe that's the set of chapters until Luffy gets there. But if we get some, because there's just so much shit popping off, it makes sense for. It could be. It could be kind of like how Madara took on the five Kage, so he gets serious for a bit. He starts fucking their day up, and then we cut away to like, what's Kid doing? What's Zoro doing? Like. We cut away to like everyone else, mm-hmm. and then five chapters from now, Luffy does make it to the top, maybe. And he sees like fucked up samurai. We just cut away from them for like four to five to six chapters to focus on everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I'm curious to see what he wants to do because I also wouldn't be surprised if at some point we have kind of a there's a lull if you will (laughs) um so somewhere along the lines like kaido leaves onigashima and he goes to the mainland and that and you know everyone's kind of licking their wounds because kaido went on a rampage and now he's gonna go fuck shit up on the mainland 
And so Luffy and some of the crew like start, like I wouldn't, that happened a little bit in Skypea. Luffy gets knocked off the boat. Enel goes over to the mainland and is like, I'm going to sink this. And then Luffy shows up. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happens. Not in like the next five chapters, but definitely in the next like 10 ish, 10 to 20. My, so my, my biggest thing just with putting Luffy there immediately is kind of, it would complete where everybody needs to be for the ongoing events. Like, someone has to interact with King where he's going to kill Momonosuke. So I believe Sanji will, yeah. since he's already interacted with King, I think Sanji, like I said, literally kicks fucking Luffy up to Kaido, and then wherever he falls, he falls next to King and then has to fight King to defend Momonosuke. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe, like, everybody is going to kind of already be in a certain battle spot to where you can see who their matchup is, similar to a, similar to Water 7, where... Yeah. And because really in Water 7, no fight was really back to back to back, like just focused on one fight back to back. Like everybody had shit going on. It was kind of chaos and how those kind of fights would actually work out. Um, gosh, if it wasn't One Piece, this would be such a cool arc for someone to die. Not like a crew member, but someone because there's so many allies involved right now. Yeah. Because it'd be such a great lesson, especially for someone like Kaido or Big Mom to teach like, Bro, this ain't a fairy tale. Like, you start getting these kind of fights, like, you losing somebody. You might not lose your first mate. You might not lose, like, your, your uh, whoever's in your immediate crew. But, dog, you're not fighting these kind of wars and nobody dying. Like, we don't get it because we're so used to as, um, like, anime and manga, like, the fodder that dies, it just becomes a very numbing feeling because we're not connected yeah. to the characters. There were still a lot of people that die due to fodder in wars. Like Marine Ford, a lot of people fucking died. We just only focus on two because they're main characters. Um, even in real life, when you talk about um, an actual war that goes on, it's like if it's not a like a, a, a very well-known general or person of fame, it's like, bro, there's still thousands of people that died in this place. Like the, the, those, that's thousands of families who are still affected. Um, and to me, if it wasn't One Piece, and I just don't believe Oda will ever go here because this would be probably too dark for him, like, it, it would be cool if the samurai actually died because, like, if, imagine Luffy getting up to where Kaido is at whatever point, and Kaido was just sitting there drunk as fuck because he's had enough time in between killing the samurai to when Luffy gets there, and homie is just like, fuck, man, I just wanted to fight. And it would fuck with Luffy because Luffy is a fight to fight, not fight to kill. Whereas Kaido's on a point where, yo, I tried that shit. That don't work. So if you're not on my level, piss off. I'm gonna kill you. Get out my way. Yeah. Um, I think that would be a great, like conflicting point to the two of them. Like one fights to kill because you can't, you just can't fight with them. And one fights just to have a good fight. Cause Luffy's never tried to kill anyone. Tried to beat the shit out of you, but. Yeah, so, I was gonna say, has Luffy killed anyone? No, right? No, he's he is. T- <laughs> uh, I mean, he has tried. He ha- he has gotten away with not killing people because he punched Luffy through a building or Luchi through a building, and if Luchi didn't land on a boat, Luchi drowns. That's fair. <laughs> he punched crocodile. Yeah, we've never seen. We've never seen Luffy ready to 
kill someone. I I agree. I think someone needs to someone close to Luffy has to die this arc. But not a crew member. I'm not killing I'm not, not a crew. crew member. We got we got Pedro in the last arc blow yes. himself up. But we just need if I wouldn't be surprised if all eight samurai died. I would like that. I and I think that would be so interesting. Cuz it would it would fuck with Luffy like you're not a kid anymore. This is the new world. This is what it's like to fight an actual war. And if you want to it fight sh- any it- of the emperors, like this is a war, dog. Deal with it. It would, it would literally show that um, <laughs> that this it's just a different game. And then it sets the tone for the next arc where everything's out the door. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's another really good point. Is Um, it's, it would be insanely, it would add so much more drama and intrigue if these characters who are the, the more important side characters, if you felt like they could be killed off, because we all, we all envision like the final end war, like Luffy showing up similar to Whitebeard and all of his allies and everything coming through. Yeah. And it would be so much cooler if we had, and I'd even say a second example, like, even past the samurai, like if one more like good side character could die, you go into that final war and it's all bets are off. You don't know who's going to, it's not just walking in and being like, Oh, cool. These are the guys I'm going to see on the end page. I'm going to get this moment. I'm going to get this moment. Like, nah, these people might die. This crew might explode. Like that would be such good intrigue for the story of one piece. And it's probably the Mm -hmm. only thing they don't have. Um, Not, well, in they could way. do something where they probably would keep – he would probably keep the dog and the cat alive. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be surprised if everyone else kind of like – Gets active. Maybe, maybe the Kappa dude too he might keep him alive. I can see it. Uh, but everyone else, that'd be really interesting. Like especially Kinemon who literally sailed with them. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like Pedro who hopped on the boat and then went to Big Mom. No, no, no. They, we've been with Kinemon since Punk Hazard. So, yeah. I I think if he goes, I become much more excited. I become even more excited about like wh- where One Piece is going. Absolutely, absolutely. When it, and it'd be such a cool fucking page. Like imagine. Like Luffy at the top, like I said, Kaido's back in human form because he's already just he's done killing samurai. He's got his bottle, and Luffy sees what he does. Gear four punch to Kaido, and Kaido just doesn't fucking move. And it would be, and Kaido's telling Luffy is like, "That's nice that you upset and all, but you're not strong enough to do shit about it." Because Luffy's only ever had because Luffy's had to deal with that at each stage of the world, and before the pre Grand Line. Aokiji told him, bro, you're not strong enough. Right after, as soon as you get in the grand line, Kuma's like, dog, you're not strong enough. Don't try it. Like, this would be his new world. Dog, you're still not strong enough. Like, you up there, and that's nice and all, but, like, we play in a different game. And yeah, He's like, I'm the strongest guy in the world. And even he, and, like, uh, it would be the acceptance of, this is probably the last hurdle Luffy has to get through is the entire world, good or bad, acknowledges Luffy, except the emperors. 
Luffy's bounty yeah. came up, and every single emperor was like, "Man, you ain't that." Like that's <laughs> cute and all. That's cute and all. They gave you a billion berry bounty, but dog, you ain't that. Like, don't get it twisted. <laughs> but it, that, yeah, exactly. Like Kaido was like, "Emperor, I don't think so." Like, <laughs> like, every, like Shanks was the only one that kind of gave like a half smile. Like, I he's he's entered. If there was, if the emperors all had a home, um, to do a, a sports analogy, there's a they call it the Heisman House. Anyone who's ever won a Heisman Trophy's got their picture in there, and it's like, then they have another room which is like, got a guys, um, who had a set like a Heisman season, but even like an all time, all time Heisman season, they got their own little room, and it's like that's where the emperors are. So Luffy's in the house, like, yo, dog, you can walk around, you can go outside. We got the fridge, there's beer. But don't walk inside that room, because inside that room you will get murked, and it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> do we think, though? So we're talking about people possibly getting killed. Um, do we think there you're on a scale, not a scale, percentage uh, of Kinemon getting axed next chapter? Low. I think it's low. I uh, I give it a, maybe like. Ten percent. I just fuzzied. <laughs> yes, you did. You goodbye. Um, what is I, it? Like a ten percent chance. It's so. I don't think it's gonna happen. That's me being generous. I agree. I I wouldn't be surprised. Again, like I wouldn't be surprised if we see some shit start popping off. But I don't think Keenan officially dies next chapter. I agree. I we also have to remember that Big Mom's doing things, and we got to remember that uh, Queen is doing something very interesting, where Queen's bullets are just turn people into fucking nine-tailed foxes. You know, like <laughs> that's we're we're gonna get to him in a second. Um, I'm working backwards in this chapter. Um, I just brought up the moment. Do you know? Just since we're on, um, since we got on the subject, of killing people. King would immediately become a One Piece legend. And it's the weirdest way. Like, because Momonosuke is not strong. Momonosuke is not a character we've been with forever. But if Homie just said one chapter, yo, kill this little nigga so they all stop fighting, and he just shows up dead, King is maybe already in like top 10 greatest One Piece characters ever. Oh, yeah. That's a fire threat and just delivers immediately. Like, Oh yeah, you. Oh, you real. You a real one. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely kill this kid off. Like, <laughs> like, like it's not even a question. Like, yeah, kill the kid and then then we win. Top ten characters ever. E- easy, easy. Well, they have. It sucks because they have to compare him to Katakuri, who was also tactical and scary and a monster. You know, like so, we have to make him even more cold blooded. And that's and that's how he does it. Cause what that's, cause like King straight up went. We have to remember King's the guy that was like, "Oh, Big Mom's coming. Oh, okay, I'm I'm gonna go real quick." Leaves and then pushes her boat off the fucking waterfall. Like, well, he's he's, he's like I could fight fast. I could literally fight them all, or I could just. Drown knock the them off. The, I could knock them. They're all devil fruit users, right? Okay, bye. Like I'm just, <laughs> we're just gonna knock them in the water. Uh. 
it's like he would and, and we don't know enough about King, but fuck, that'd be uh yeah, no, he'd be a legend if he just killed and I and I and I, I think to even give it a ten percent chance, yeah, it's that's probably too high. Um that's way too high. It's like a zero point zero 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 one percent chance Momonosuke shows up dead. But if he does, my nigga King, I might go buy a jersey and just write King on the back. <laughs> I I could see I I think if you're gonna do anything, you fuck up Shinobu way more. But I also go, oh, but Yamato's right there. Yamato so makes a monster. And I, yeah, I, I think, again, I'm holding on to my theory that Yamato has Odin's spirit mm-hmm. in, in him. And that's why it's this, like, I, I, I think that Yamato is Big Mom's creation um, in some way. Like, it's, uh, they're Kaido's kid, but Big Mom took Odin's spirit and then put it in uh, the baby. I can see it. That, the, that's, um, how, that's how come I'm like, oh. Uh, <laughs> like, Kaido's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I, I owe you. Yeah. The, um, going backwards again in the chapter, um, Queen's bullets and this isn't a devil fruit because we already know his devil fruit um turns into a brontosaurus from it looks like it's a form of caesar's poison okay okay i'm i'm rolling with that like uh the plague so it's something that like turns yeah like maybe it's like a variation of smile like an experimental form of smile because they all got horns and turned into this is the cold one so they're ice monsters yeah so okay so i'm not sure i just want to make sure i'm not tripping we didn't get like the clearest what are the clearest um high definition image of what this is supposed to be we just kind of get like this shadowy figure with the horns and excuse me. Um, Cause yeah, I'm looking at it. Let me see here. Yeah. They're just like fucking not totally shadowy, but I'm like, I can't tell there's a dude on page. What is this page eight? Um, that he kind of looks like he's got like fishman gills and he's biting him on the neck. And, or an Oni. But isn't Oni just like a little demon mask? Or is Oni supposed to be a whole demon? I thought Oni was like devil. It could be. Um, Yeah, the jewel of his plague rounds. Oh, sorry. Oni is a kind of yokai ogre or troll in Japanese folklore. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, they look trolly and ogre I can see that. Yeah, so he basically turned them into, like, little ogres. So he's also making beasts. 
essentially. Yeah, I I would love to see that like this is a um something that he was able to create with Caesar cuz they they have like I get a Caesar vibe. But then I'm also like I would love Queen to just be a fucking savage, you know. I like I like the Caesar connection. Although we are remiss, we did skip over the most important character in this entire arc. We missed over uh, um Gorilla oh, Punch Man, which oh. the best move ever. Gorilla Punch Punch. <laughs> Fuck. I, I, hey, tell me why I read that and I'm like And this is and this is why Luffy is not showing up next chapter. Uh because he has to take his time with this guy. Damn. <laughs> Hold on. This is the real. This guy thinks he can beat Kaido one day. Remember that. I I I I read Gorilla Punch Punch, and it didn't totally click in my head for a second. I almost thought I read it wrong. I was like, "Fucking Gorilla Punch Punch," and then I like just saw the picture, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's amazing!" It's like I'm gonna hit you with a gorilla. That's gonna hit you with his fist. And I'm gonna I, my fist turns into a gorilla that punches. And you're like, it turns into a gorilla fist? <laughs> no, it turns into a gorilla who only punches. Hey, man, imagine his forearm strength told the full fucking gorilla. But that's the thing, though. Like, you, you, you go to the next page, and he's fucking strong. That's, I mean, he is. Like, Sanji's actually like, oh, shit, that's actually pretty strong. I mean, yeah, but then... Jinbei comes in and like Jinbei fucks him up yeah yeah yeah. yeah. so he's like man look yeah no gorilla punch punch um probably a, a one-time use ever in one piece and I don't know if we're ever gonna see homie again I I know so we're we're about I think done with the chapter right I want to take a second to comment on the fact that Jinbei's whole character in the crew is like polite so yeah he he's like he like beats the shit out of gorilla punch punch man and sanji's pissed because he didn't get to do it and then jimbei's like oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to didn't mean to do that my bad jimbei's like he's just super polite he's just a nice guy yeah jimbei's just a nice dude the um what do you call it? Um, sorry, I turned off my other computer real quick. Um, we, well, there's one more thing I want to get to here, and then uh, um, we'll do a preview for next episode or next chapter. There is something to be said. I don't know if it's a big thing, but Odin is definitely, in the world of One Piece, has to be very high on the legacy board because not only does he have impressive fights like you start the chapter off with homies are drinking and celebrating it's just the thought that this guy or his disciples might come back and free them this is very much like and i don't want to necessarily compare the two because uh my uncle was a pastor would get mad at me but this is literally what people do for jesus christ like people literally say hey him and God are coming back one day, so I'm going to live my life to celebrate him and live by him so that when he comes back, I get to go to the promised land. And yeah. people are literally celebrating Odin 
in a way that is as a religious deity character. Like, and we know about well, they live in they live in hell. They, they do, but that's what I'm saying. This, like, this place sucks. That's what I'm saying. Imagine growing up in a war-torn ass area or an area that's controlled by a dictator, and the only thing you have to look forward to is, oh, I just pray that this dude's gonna come back. Not only just pray that he's gonna come back, they're like confident that he's coming back. Like, yo, he's gonna become like, hey, if it ain't this year, it's gonna be next year. So we're gonna celebrate again next year and get drunk until that motherfucker come back. Like, it is. I don't know any other character that we've been introduced to to this point that has that kind of effect. Like to have a legacy aspect so many years after already being dead, it's just Odin and Roger. Yeah. Like no one else, like Whitebeard, we don't really have a, a legacy impact. We appreciate what he was in real time, but he hasn't per se carried over. Um, like, he's got an island fallout, but that's just because homie's not here to protect it no more. Garp yeah. is still alive, and Garp's bravado still kind of carries him, but he's not, I don't think, revered or celebrated in that same kind of way. Um, well, I mean, Odin is also, like, a whitebeard pirate. He's also a Roger pirate. Mm-hmm. Um. But he, more importantly, like he, he genuinely was just like their savior. I think, I think there's like a Luffy, they have like a straw hat day and like on another island that Luffy like saved. You could be right. I'm, I'm not remembering it at the moment. Um, Maybe it was Fishman. No. Reply in the comments. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause I wouldn't reach out to us. Yeah. Um, but no, I, just, I, I just thought it was interesting. It's not like a huge talking point. I just, I'm curious to see. Damn, that's a flex on like a job resume. Like, oh, so what's your previous jobs? You know, I was like a white bearded pirate, a Roger pirate. You know, I kind of saved my hometown. There was this board this one day, pissed me off. Um, good resume. <laughs> the, so where do we see, because I got about, I got about 10 more minutes here. Um, where do we see, Beyond just Luffy and we'll, – we'll extract the Luffy cattle part because uh, we've already given our opinions on that. Where do you see the rest of the crew and the rest of the battles taking place next chapter? As far as – I think we're going to flash back to Big Mom. Okay. Um, Her and Marco? E- maybe. Oh, I forgot she was with Marco. I don't know why I thought she was with the other straw hats, but I forgot they threw her out the window. So we might, I think we'll go back to them for a little bit. We are going to get more of that Kaido fight. Or, and, and I think we'll get more Momonosuke. I think I think that'll be kind of like the three, the three that they they touch on. I'd love to see poor Momonosuke. That dude just been this shit being out of the last ten chapters. I mean, have you kind of like the entire arc? Yeah, but it's ah poor fucker, poor bastard. The um, what do you call it? Uh, 
fuck, Justin, use your words. Um, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I'm curious to see because I would like um, I'd like to see how Oda matches everybody up. I'd be okay with this being an arc that's a little out of style in terms of like who matches up with who just because there is it's more than just the straw hats fighting so yeah. it's kind of fight your area. That's I'm It'll okay be- with Sanji fighting King even though Sanji as, as a Zoro fanboy like Sanji shouldn't be fighting King, but it's okay. We'll, we'll give him this one. Well, I don't know who who's Zoro gonna fight. Queen? Zoro gonna kill someone. That's that's like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want to see Zoro go all out. This is the arc for Zoro to go all out. Like even in the anime, they've been hinting at this fool like going all out. Do you think? Now, by no means am I saying he can beat him, because I don't think he can. But do you think towards the climax, if we get a Kaido-Luffy fight, but Kaido's still too strong to really do anything about, um, do you think we get a Zoro-cutting Kaido moment? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, we're shaking. There you go. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I think I maybe I'd be surprised if we didn't. Because I still think that, like, I still, I still think that, uh, I still think there's a shit ton of chapters left in this arc. I think there's like fifty. I think I I and I I I wouldn't. I would love to. See, I just want to see Zoro go all out, man. And I don't know if he can do it against Queen, especially mm-hmm. if he's teaming up with X Drake to fight queen yeah, i'm like no 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 man i want to see this fool maybe he goes up against big mom don't do that to me now you don't want to know you don't want to know who i got in that fight um <laughs> you don't want to know who i got in that fight uh i i would love zero cutting kaido only because since we're in obviously like it's the samurai arc so there's already natural attraction to zero in regards to that um but I think it'd be cool, too, because once again, if we go with the beginning of the episode and Luffy having to deal with, I can't save everyone every single time, the other conflict kind of that he's had is ever since right before the New World and even going through it, Zoro's hinted several times like, bro, you got to be stronger than me or I'm not with this. Like, if I don't feel like you deserve my respect as a captain, I'm out. And yeah. I think if Luffy fought Kaido to a point where you know like i i can hit him but not hurt him and zoro could actually hurt him i don't think zoro's as strong as luffy but i think that would be another hard point driven home to luffy like fuck like this dude is and, it's, and if sanji takes out king or fights king to a point where we think sanji's defend will be stronger it's like my crew is starting to catch up with me at least the two members who can, like Chopper ever catches up to Luffy, then it's just a rat for his ass. Like Luffy ain't got yeah. no, like it's like ah damn, Chopper's getting pretty strong. Like no, bro, you got to retire. Well, um, like I, we could see it. We could easily see that Zoro and Luffy have to fight Kaido at the end. Like they have to team up together. I'd be down with that because we've never seen we've never seen something like that and. I think I'd be really interesting. Do you think all three get involved? Like, does Sanji get involved too or no? No. 
I, I think I, I agree with you. I want Sanju to fight King because yeah. technically he is the biggest bounty on the crew besides Luffy. So you're not, and I'd love to see like Jinbei get in there, but I feel like Jinbei is going to fight big mom. I don't like think Big Mom's gonna fight. I, I just no, not this arc. You don't think so? I, I don't. I don't think so. I think we've already gotten her introductory fight to where we got to kind of gauge her power level. I think whatever her and Marco are doing is for non-fighting reasons. Um, yeah, I could see Jinbei fighting Queen. I think that'd be cool to give us kind of. I don't think Jinbei is automatically in the big three in terms of power, but I think he's a real close number four. Like, I think Sanji, Zoro, and Luffy are all stronger than Jinbei. But I think Jinbei nah, is man. not. I, I think he's right up there. I think he's just I, a, a I, pussy I think he's below on, him. I think he's Sanji's level for sure. I I don't – I – I and I'm not the biggest – and, I like, I, I love all these characters. Don't be honest. When I say, like, I'm not the biggest of this fan, in terms of the crew where I rank them, um, I got the poster in front of me. It's like Luffy and Zoro are, like, my 1A – a 1A, 1B. Um, Frankie is now probably actually my number two, if I consider the totality of Frankie. Um, then Frankie's I have then I have probably a tie with Sanji and Brooke as my number three. Uh, Robin is a four. Um, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Tied tie for third is probably all three of them. It's probably Sanji, now Jinbei. Jinbei's not on this poster. And um, Frank, and um, Sanji, Jinbei, and Brooke. Then I probably got his four or five. I got Robin, and then I got Chopper and Nami coming in last. Um, and it's not really a disrespect to any of the characters. There's just depths and levels to all these characters, and just some of them I, I just think are better. Um, yeah. And so I would – but I would feel bad for Sanji because he's been grouped with the big three the entire time uh, for very good reason. I think to have Jinbei power creep him – well, I don't think he's def- he's like that much stronger than Jinbei. I think he still deserves to be in the power three, and I don't think it's ready to go to a fourth yet. So my my counter argument is, as an emperor, Luffy is no longer considered his big three. He's he shouldn't be considered part of that big three. Um, he has to have his commanders. Remember, everyone has their commanders. So I'm like. What would you like, yeah, be Jack? Yeah. Okay. So I, that, but, I 100% say he's the Jack. Okay. That's so that why I put Sanji's him in the big three. I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a monster trio. Um, and okay. I would love uh, Yamato to join the crew uh, and be four. And then you got the big mom commanders, four big, the sweet commanders right there. I would love and, and I would love to see Yamato join the crew. I think it makes all the sense in the world. But I also think if Yamato joins the crew, it's not full time. Because I think 1000% he would do some Odin shit and he would be with Luffy. And then if we get to a point where um, however many more islands we have in that final grandiose arc, you got us in of like 300 chapters. Um, I could see Yamato also leaving the same way Odin was yeah. with Whitebeard. Then he left and he wasn't Roger. Then he left. Like I, Yamato would not, as much as I want him to be on the crew, 
I don't know if Yamato would ever be like a full-fledged crew member, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it depends on where we end up with this arc. Again, I I think we learn more about Yamato in the next arc, if at all, because because he really they really did like kind of just toss him in. There's no real build up to Yamato, um, besides like go get my kid, go get my son, and then uh, he's just here. He's here. Yeah. Yeah, um, Yamato. Yamato would be a hard sell to be like in to be a we just have so much time and like that's the problem with like a character joining this late. It worked with Jinbei because we've had Jinbei for even if he hasn't been a part of the crew. They, even said, had, they set up Jinbei. Yeah, 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 yeah. So to throw someone to throw anyone in realistically at this point, not just Yamato, to throw anyone in at this point in the crew, they're gonna feel a little off or different. Um like, even if I'm not the biggest Nami fan in the world as a character, it's like Nami's been with us literally outside of the first arc. Yeah. Like, arc, and not even that. No, she was with Buggy. She is there. In, I was like, she's in the first episode, man. Yeah, it's like, it's hard to discredit someone who's been there for that long. Um, and Yeah, I'm not I, – I, I wouldn't be crazy – I, I would love to see Yamato join the crew. I love that kind of representation. Um, oh, we're just trying to get an eye. Yeah, well, hey, man. I agree. I'm if, it, if it works story-wise, too, that's what I, I care. It works story-wise, and that's the part I like about it, is it works. Yeah, if it works story-wise, do it. Um, because I also am of the mindset, I'm like, oh, Vivi's going to come back at some point, you know? Especially now that we're starting to like tie VV back into everything, I'm like, all right, well, VV will come back. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what Yamato's role would be. You know, uh, uh, enforcer is that a thing? Because Yamato mm. could literally be the. You don't get to even fight. Like Yamato would be then come their their gatekeeper. Like if you can't fight Yamato, you don't deserve to fight Jinbei, Luffy, Sanji, Zoro. Like they're all should all be essentially gatekeepers for Luffy. But if you couldn't get past Yamato and even Jinbei probably in that same class, like you don't deserve to fight the other ones. Like you don't yeah. get to fight you don't get to fight second in command if you can't even fight like the newbie. Yeah. The reason why I'm like this arc isn't anywhere close to being done is because of how they handled Yamato. I'm like it's a very big name person to just throw out there and go, I'm your friend. And then go, okay. And yeah. that's it. You know what I mean? Like we're, I don't see us being even close to being done with this arc. It'd be interesting. And I only got a couple more minutes here is with Yamato. Um, like we always said, about Brooke feels kind of rushed, especially just from a manga perspective. Like Brooke feels like, Hey, look, now he's just in the crew. But Brooke at least went through trauma and was very involved with the storyline of his arc. Like, his shadow was gone. He yeah, was... That's the word. Brooke went through an arc. Yeah. Brooke went through the arc. So we meet Brooke at the beginning. Uh, same with Frankie. We mm -hmm. meet Frankie at the beginning and then go through an arc with Frankie. Um, Yamato is literally in the climax. The climax of the fight. And we meet a potential crew member. And I'm like, 
that's, know. That's why I would um, I, I would argue if <clears throat> excuse me if Yamato was to join the crew, that's why it wouldn't make sense necessarily to have and this is just a it's um not a diehard thing but like because we both think this we both think or believe the same amount of things will get covered it's just if you do it in one arc if you do it in three arcs yada yada i think having an arc with a yamato character right after this whatever their next immediate adventure is would be important if you're going to integrate him into the crew because i wouldn't want any crew member to just pull up at the if this is the climax and then Oda's going to do a 200 chapter grand closing, whatever for the final arc, I would not want any crew member. I don't care how cool I think the character is to just join climax of the second to last arc and then be there for the last of the journey. Like I don't, one of my favorite games yeah. is final fantasy 10. And there's a character they give you that essentially just joins for the climax of it because he is a legacy character in that game. And he's like, Hey, I will join you because we need to defeat this. And I'm like, bro, you're not a part of the team. Like piss off. Like yeah. I've been, I've been rolling with these people. Like I don't need, so I need, I need another arc before the final. If Yamato is going to be that crew member, yeah. I'm also like, um, if you look at the crew, everyone on it was met in the first half of the story. Every single crew member was on the crew, or well, not on the crew, but like we saw, we them. we, we introdu- was introduced before the time skip, and. I'm, I'm like everything like I, I'd love to see Yamato join, but like, I'm also like, do we, do we need no, another crew member? Him. You know what I mean? Like, do we need another crew member at this point? Spoiler um, alert. Aokiji about to join the crew. Like, like Momonosuke could stow away or something. He's, He's a little again, too important now to stow away. Like, homie's yeah. officially, like, king. So, I I, it, I was with you in the beginning, but now that he's full-fledged. They, they made him very, very important. Yeah, that'd be a uh, – like, they denied Vivi doing it. So, I, I, it would be weird to deny Vivi, who you actually went through an arc with, and Momonosuke, who, yes, he's been in the arc with us, but he's not – because he's still such a young kid. It, it, yeah, he, I don't know if he could stow away anymore. That'd be like, bro, you kidnapped yeah. our king. Like, he needs well, to be I mean, here. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, we, we, Yamato could stay behind and run the kingdom. Komurazaki, whatever her name is, uh, could stay behind and run the kingdom since she is technically Odin's kid. Yeah. Uh, and Yamato theoretically might have the spirit of odin in him uh it would in momonosuke just stows away you got the stowaway and then that's the cabin boy and he's he's on the crew and uh, let us know who y'all think gonna join the crew in the comments down below hey with that being said appreciate everyone for tuning in Ch- shout out to our czechoslovakian audience all one of you um appreciate y'all for listening don't forget to Always check out the time. socials at I talk a lot 9080 at Hartfeld Network at Shadow Riley. Don't forget to go check out Dinosaur Workshop. Um, you got any words you got before we close out? Nah, fam. Have Where a great fuck? day. Is my mouse? Oh, I'm on the wrong computer. Uh-oh. Uh, 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 and, 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 and. There we go. Now I got control of my shit again. Hey, with that, we out. All right, peace.